As we watch the positioning of nations on the global chessboard, it's stunning how much of it is centered on the tiny nation of Israel. Today, we will look at some of the amazing ways it is all tracking with what the Bible said thousands of years ago. But before we get to the program, here's our producer Kevin with an important message for you. Hi, I'm Kevin, the producer of Today in Prophecy, and I'd like to thank you for watching this week's episode. If you're blessed by this show, please consider subscribing to our channel. Once you subscribe, you'll be able to stay up to date with all our latest videos. Now let's get back to the program. I'm Tom Hughes. Welcome to Prophecy Update on Hope for Our Times. As you consider what the Bible says about the last days, it is amazing to watch as it is all coming into place just as the Bible said. Consider first Israel. As Hamas is attacking with hundreds of missiles fired at Israel's citizens, Israel is being criticized for launching a drone attack on Hamas during the new ceasefire. According to Hamas, one person was hurt in the attack. So why would Israel break the ceasefire only hours after it began? Because it's not really a ceasefire when Hamas continues to send incendiary devices into Israeli territory. Israel didn't break the ceasefire. It responded to an attack. Also consider the Palestinian propaganda machine. It is unrelenting. During the last Hamas attack, it was reported that an infant girl was killed by Israeli tear gas at the border of Gaza. It was a lie. Uh, since then, we learned the truth. It turns out that the girl died of a blood disease. Her death had nothing to do with tear gas. Hamas, get this, Hamas actually paid the family to say it was the Israelis who killed their daughter. The mainstream media covered the girl's death as though Israel had done it. We will see if they correct their stories. I'm not holding my breath. Hamas attacks cost lives and create PR opportunities for anti-Israel factions around the world. But they are not an existential threat to Israel. However, Iran is a much bigger problem. It is a larger nation than Israel with a significantly larger economy. And it's pouring resources into its military as it continues to build a land bridge, get this, a land bridge from Tehran all the way to the Mediterranean Sea. And since Iran is focused everywhere except Iran, Iranian leaders are faced with unhappy citizens. The Iranian nuclear deal brought massive amounts of cash into the country, but the government spent it on adventures abroad, mostly in Yemen and Syria. Iran makes no bones about the fact that it intends to eventually wipe Israel off the map. But because they are funding wars and terrorism around the Middle East, the windfall of money has not helped the rank and file. They are hurting, and they are tired of the government's military excursions. At a June protest in Tehran, thousands turned out. They chanted, death to Palestine. Get that, death to Palestine, not death to Israel, which would have been said in the past. They chanted, death to Palestine, help us, not Gaza. The citizens of Iran are done with their government. According to Bible prophecy, Iran's future does not look good. 
their national hatred for Israel will one day come to a head. Iran will join a coalition with Russia, a Turkey, and others for an all-out assault on the Jewish state. But God himself will stop them. But listen to this. In the meantime, God is doing something wonderful. More and more Iranians are coming to Christ every day. What will happen in the future to those who are trusting Christ now? They will be raptured out of this world with all their brothers and sisters in the Lord before the really bad stuff starts. And it can happen to you also. All this proves that the Bible is right once again. That means you can trust it. And not just to know what's going on in the world. You can trust what it has to say about Jesus and his dying for our sins. You can trust it as God's word. Trust it with your life and trust it with your eternal life. Uh, listen, let me ask you this question. Where will you go when you die? Have you been forgiven? Have you asked Christ to forgive you of your sins? Have you repented of your sins? If not, uh, then you're not forgiven. You will not be in heaven with the Lord when you die or raptured. Instead, you will be judged for your sins because you have not asked Christ to forgive you. Listen, if you want to be forgiven and you're willing to repent of your sin, go ahead and pray this with me. Ready? Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Please visit the Know Jesus page at HopeForOurTimes.com to find out what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Or if you'd like more information about this topic or others, go to our website, HopeForOurTimes.com. Until next time, God bless. Now here's our producer, Kevin. Thanks for watching and being a part of this week's program. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our new website, HopeForOurTimes.com and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date and well informed about the times we're living in. God bless, and we'll see you next time.